0: Welcome to Special One Cards Podcast, a weekly podcast on the soccer market, soccer cards. We talk about prospects, we talk about products, and we look at some data to help you make some buying decisions for the future. Hosted by me, Paulo, on a weekly basis. Look for special guests occasionally, and don't forget to follow me on Instagram, at Special One Cards. Looking forward to interacting with all of you. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Episode 48. Uh, I'm Paulo at Special One Cards on Instagram, on X. Again, I rarely use that platform. Welcome to another episode of Soccer Cards and Soccer, right? Uh, where we discuss what's going on in the market. Uh, for us, we look at prospects, we look at uh, various things today's episode might be a little shorter. Uh, I'm not sure we'll see last week was uh, a, a long one, uh, but an hour I did get some good feedback on which is great. Uh, but you know, I, I want to try to keep these to like 35, 45 minutes or so uh, to keep people engaged. Uh, I think that's important to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, let's take a quick look at uh, I know last week we looked at this, uh, the card ladder index for soccer, and I want to kind of look at it again because I think it's important uh, to try to give you guys updates every week on kind of where we stand, where we are in comparison to some of the other sports, right? Um, When we look at soccer thus far uh, for this year, a week, uh, about a weekend, right, Um, it's actually up 0.14%, so I was very bullish uh, over the last two weeks, it's up about 1%. Uh, the index on card ladder. I was very bullish, like I said, last, last episode on this coming year for many of us that are in the soccer market in terms of if you're selling, you know, or flipping or whatever you're doing. As a collector, I mean, I'm a hybrid. I do both, right? You got to fund your PC somehow or stuff that you collect. So you got to sell. So that's important. Um, but I think this year is going to present a lot of opportunity for that. Uh, not to the kind of stage where we were, you Know a few years back, but I think there's a lot of opportunity if you're smart, uh, and you know, you're doing you got to get in low. I think right now, still a very good time to buy cards, um, at very low prices. Certain players you can do very well. Now, I think this year, now this leads into my first topic of this episode. We do have a really exciting release coming out. Uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to afford it with a child now, but uh, I would love to get my hands on a case of this stuff. To rip or even break or you know whatever uh, i think it'd be a lot of fun uh the tops dynasty that's coming out tops announced that i think last week or the week before there was a uh, photo that popped up on twitter which was the r9 uh patch uh auto uh really spectacular uh card looks really good really high end it kind of harkens me over the you know, the RPAs uh, or patch autos in uh, upper deck products, they do a really nice job. Um, but this one, look these look beautiful. So these are exciting that this is going to become, a, now I don't know the release date yet on this. And I don't even know if there's going to be like a UK exclusive release. I know Tops does that sometimes, like with Deco, they did that, I believe, uh, recently. Um, you know, these patches are going to be on card. uh excuse me the auto is going to be on card uh, uh, and then match worn patches which is huge we hate getting cards that say this patch is not affiliated to any particular event or player worn right i mean what's the sense and kind of I, I just don't see any value in that stuff uh, i mean that's me personally uh some people might like it um since it is kind of a whatever it might be uh, a napkin sometimes i call it but I think Tops is doing a good thing here, releasing this kind of high-end set to really um, take us to take us to another level and, and mature the soccer side of things. I mean, Upper Deck does a really good job with hockey in terms of that, and you know they continue to release really outstanding products. With so, Tops, is looking great. That Ronaldo you saw uh, was the one of one. Of course, they show you the one of one with the auto on card and the. The real madrid crest the crown on the top of the real madrid logo on that card just beautiful card very clean um white with gold uh looks you know to me it kind of reminded me a little sp authentic uh kind of style thing uh for uh patches out of upper deck hockey so yeah i'm excited for this set Uh, you know i'd like to hear what you guys are thinking about is it gonna be too expensive is it just right um let me know what you guys think i I really want to know maybe i'll put that poll up in the spotify poll this week so i am really interested to hear what you're all going to say about dynasty um again i'm going to put a poll up in uh spotify so if you want to go in there and give me kind of your feedback that would be um really good i can start to probably review those polls every week too as well um good kind of way to look back and see what people think um so That'll be, uh, really important. Um, a few quick things. Uh, we've got some big games coming up this weekend. You've got the, um, the Spanish super cup. Uh, so super Clasico, uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid, uh, Pedri is back, which is exciting. Um, I know in the past I've kind of, you know, toned him down a bit. I think he was very risky due to his injuries, uh, at, at Barcelona, but he's supposed to be playing. He did play, uh, this week. Um, I believe it was against also came on i think at at, with 30 minutes ago and he looked really good um looked really good there's no denying pedri has a lot of talent uh and can play well but he's got to stay healthy Uh, and unfortunately i think barcelona is one of those teams that's really kind of takes these younger players and uh i hate to say it burns them out a little too quickly Uh, we've seen this in the past with many players hopefully they don't do with the other younger players uh, but Barcelona-Real Madrid this weekend, that's going to be an exciting game. I suspect this game will be very tight. Uh, it's a rivalry game. You know, Barcelona may not be the Barcelona that we we have known in the past. Um, you know, they're just not, uh, let's face it. Um, they're a young team, um, generally pretty young. Uh, I do think that Real Madrid has a better setup in terms of the future uh, and the players that they have for the future. So... You know, you look at Barcelona-Real Madrid this weekend, that's going to be a huge game uh, to watch. It's going to be an exciting game to watch. And we'll see how um, how um, Barcelona holds up, because uh, I really think that uh, in terms of, if you look at the league table thus far, uh, Real Madrid's got about, I think I think it's about seven points on Barcelona right now. Verona still battling right there with Real Madrid in second at 48. What a story they are. So it's going to be an exciting game to watch. Um, and over in England, uh, there are some games going on uh, Friday at Burnley-Luton uh, Town. Uh, Saturday, you know, Newcastle, United City could be a very good game. I think Newcastle's kind of, uh, they're in bad form right now. They've lost, I think, four of the last five. So we'll see what happens there. I mean, the coach could be on the hot seat there. Um, You know, I heard there's a great coach that might not be renewing at as current club out there at Roma. We'll see. Uh, Chelsea Fulham as well will be a good game to watch. Entertaining game probably. Um, Silva against Pochettino. United Tottenham on Sunday as well. You know, as much as a United supporter I used to be uh, in terms of the Portuguese influence they had there, I now kind of find myself in... A position where i want them to do well but i just know they're not going to do well uh because they're coaching uh and the the way he plays games i think with the players i just i don't i still don't believe in Ten hag i just don't um i think i think this game is probably going to be a draw uh or or maybe even Tottenham wins this game and we'll see they just got a team of warner probably a good pickup for them i don't think warner is that great of a player personally uh but that's my belief i don't think he's gonna have really any impact on the hobby I know some collectors do like him and enjoy him. Uh, I just, you know, I could care less for Timo Warner. I don't think he's what everybody thinks. Uh, you know, initially when the hobby kind of started back up again, right, or when people came back into the – they were buying Timo Warner like crazy. I'm kind of like, why are they buying this guy? It makes absolutely no sense to me. So um, we'll have to see uh, what happens in that game. So that's over in England. Uh, so you have some – Really good games in those leagues in Italy. Uh, I don't really see anything that pops out to me uh, for Saturday games. Um, for Sunday, AC Milan Roma, uh, two forty five p.m. Um, on Sunday Eastern Standard Time should be an entertaining game. Uh, Milan is the home team, uh, I believe. Roma has been struggling a little bit. Uh, you know, the last five, I think Roma's won one game. They've had two draws, two losses. Let's just face it, Jose Mourinho does not have the budget, does not have the players that he's had at other teams. It's just, that's how it is. Uh yeah, Porto, he didn't either, right? And he won the Champions League and the Europa Cup, so it's probably not an excuse. But, you know, when you when you look at his team against some of these other teams, he just doesn't have the talent level that these teams have. Milan's got Leon, Pulisic, who's been fantastic uh, this year. So that should be an entertaining game to watch as well. You know, um, and this leads into the next discussion on Germany, right? We have... Uh, You know, uh, Munich plays Hoffenheim on Friday Um, that the table leader there, as you guys know, is um, uh, Leverkusen, who lead Bayern Munich by four points at the moment with a game in hand. So um, leads into my next topic, Victor Boniface. You guys, uh, you've probably seen the pricing on Boniface. Um, Exciting young player. Um, He's only got one rookie, which is really a, a really a key thing. For a player like this, he is 23, so I'm kind of surprised that the hobby's kind of uh, adopted him as kind of a, let's say, uh, a glam boy or, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, he's one of the guys, if you go to a show or if you see it online, mm-hmm. his card prices are pretty high. Uh, they're pretty expensive. Um, this year, uh, last year he was in, uh, in Belgium um, or two years ago, I should say. He was in belgium uh in the belgium league seven goals seven assists 31 games in that league added another six goals in the europa league um with two assists as well so he's been kind of one of those guys that uh was pretty raw when he arrived he started playing in norway northern norway uh in that league um excuse me not i just confused the two leagues the belgian league it's not the belgian league the Jupiler pro league is in norway um so he you know, started there. Uh he is Nigerian. Plays on the same team as Victor Oseman. Osamai, that's how you actually pronounce it. it's Osamai. Uh, you don't pronounce the end. Um, but he played uh played in Norway, Leverkusen grabbed them, and the rest has kind of become history thus far. So he like I said, twenty three years old in the hobby usually just turned twenty three last uh this past around Christmas time, I believe. Uh, he is a center forward uh i think he's an exciting player uh, for a bunch of reasons um victor is to me he's one of those center forwards that already has matured with the back back to the goal can receive the ball he's got great uh instincts on the ball he's got great dribbling ability he can finish really well inside the box generally favors uh Generally favors from when I've watched him uh, finishing from the center to the left uh, of the goal. So if if you see him on the center, it's kind of the center side of the inside of the box or the left side, you're going to see him score from there. Um, he's had a few bangers from the outside, so he does really well, uh, long distance as well, um, in terms of his shot. Not tremendous power, but he's got good power. Again, phenomenal uh, dribbling ability. He's a very physical guy at 6'4" he's big uh, and you you can't miss him on on the uh, on the field. Uh he's kind of like when you watch Rafael Leao and these guys are that are the taller bigger guys that are dribbling the ball, they look like they're moving so slow but um, trust me, these guys are fast. Uh but the ball just looks glued to their feet. Um so Victor Boniface like I said, he's got one rookie it's in Merlin. Um he's actually also got a summer signing. So uh, that came up but Merlin came up before that. So we'll, we'll call the Merlin the rookie. The summer signings isn't really, I think anything significant. I think that was from this summer too. One of the really uh, things about him that really impresses me is his ability to link play uh, as a center forward. He does it better than most do. I think at this level, I really believe that. Um, I think he's better than Gabriel Jesus is at, at that too, or Kai Havertz already better than them. I really believe that. Uh, he is uh, a player who was a midfielder, started as a midfielder um, when he started playing and then became a striker at 6'4". I think somebody may have seen and said, you look big, strong, you can play up, up top, you'll be really good. So, you know, he was supposed to go to AFCON, uh, unfortunately he picked up an injury. Now here's where it gets kind of, and I'll get into that a little bit um, and excuse me, he did play in Belgium. I'm kind of like, I'm like all over the place today. Um, You know, he did get, he did pick up a little knock injury. I think he's gone until April, unfortunately. And this is one of the things that you got to really be careful with, with some of these players. And I like Victor Boniface a lot. Uh, when we look at his Merlin card, so his Merlin rookie is, um, let me get the number here on the card. I believe it is card number 142. All right. So, I've seen some of his pricing relax the last week since his injury. Uh, we had a sale on the 10th, a red of $299 for Merlin, sold for $23. Uh, I still think that's pretty high. A, a, of a one, a one of uh, Merlin chrome of $150, sold for $25 on the 9th. Um, a base sold for $4. His summer signings uh, of 49 um, green sold for 650 so some good value there may be a collector uh that wanted those cards and one of his most notable sales if we go back is blue shimmer of 99 uh psa 9 uh on january 1st sold for a hundred dollars and i believe the blue shimmers are numbered to 75 if i'm correct i, I think i'm pretty spot out on that Sold for a hundred dollars uh at the time uh back on January 1st. I mean, I think that's a little high. uh, But who am I to say if you're collecting them? But that doesn't matter what you pay. One of his biggest sales is his orange mojo of 25 PSA 10. Get this. It sold for $500 on December 27th. So, you know, he is expensive already. Uh, So, you know, tread lightly. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you about treading lightly with this guy. Now, all full disclosure. I like this kid's game a lot. Love him. It's just too expensive right now for me to get into him. And I'm hoping the price is dropping now. People forget about him in, like, the next month or two. Then he comes back in April and starts banging goals again. So this kid, many are not aware. Again, he's 23. The hobby generally hates that. I don't mind it. I like that. Players peak at 26, 27, 28 years old. So that shouldn't be a concern. But he's had two ACL uh, problems. And most of you might not know that. So this is where you got to take caution to the wind. Two ACL issues. We've seen this before with certain players. Young kids coming through with injuries that are consistent and keep coming back onto um, Fatih right, There's an example. Guys that can't just stay on the field. So I'm hoping this is different with Boniface. He's come back twice from ACLs. Uh, and, you know, hopefully, and he's come back stronger each time. So maybe he does here. And sometimes that becomes a will and a fortitude of a player. And for me, that's a very kind of commendable for Victor Boniface. I think that's a very commendable aspect of his um having come back from those two surgeries so you know tread lightly on that uh this year just to give you guys kind of a rundown uh, of what he has done over in the bundesliga again plays for Bayern leverkusen uh he's 23 years old he's nigerian international center forward 10 goals seven assists in 16 games in the bundesliga and the europa league he's added another four goals in five games and provided an assist and then in the DFB polka which is the german cup he's got two goals in two games there so he's basically accumulated 16 goals eight assists in 23 games and i believe he's second in assists in the bundesliga right now really impressive for a center forward to be carrying that kind of numbers he can score goals and he can provide goals so very important to uh realize how good of a center forward uh victor boniface is so again be careful with these rookie cards, though. They are still a little pricey. I would, if it was me, uh, and you're looking to flip, or if you're a collector, it doesn't really matter. But if you're looking to flip something or you pull something big, uh, I would probably grade if the card can gem. Hold it till April, till it comes back, because I think people are going to forget about this. This is how the market works, right? People forget and they move on. So, you know, you know, watch what happens there in terms of that. i kind of interested to see his largest sale um of of his rookie card what his largest sale is so let me just take a poke around here on card ladder and we'll find out what that largest sale was uh it'll be kind of interesting to see um so as so we talked about the 500 of 25 psa 10. that was that's an impressive sale for me that's impressive i think that's the largest one i see over the last uh we had an of 99 psa 10 On december 14th sell for 245 pretty pricey for of 99 uh psa 10 425 free uh of 15 sold on december 9th raw um 425 bucks again very pricey i think people are just like they're trying to find the next holland ronaldo or messi right now and i think it's going to be really difficult Here's another one. Here's a, uh, another of 15 that sold for 265 December 1st. And I just found one, the Red Wave of 5, the PSA 8 sold for $425 on, on December 1st. That to me is crazy. I think you can buy a lot of other players a lot cheaper. Um, and it looks like that of 5 is sold twice in that span. So that's kind of interesting uh, to see. Now, his gold, his last gold sale was a Merlin Chrome. Atomic, gold atomic, not true gold, sold for two forty on November twenty fifth. Again, you see the golds, the gold atomics really fetch a premium based on the fact that it's gold. Uh, you know, in some cases, sometimes I wish tops had lower numbered on those on those cards, but they're not they're numbered to fifty, which I think is fine. I kinda like that. I think the fifty actually corresponds very well. I think the fifty wedding anniversary is actually gold. So makes sense. Um, So I think that corresponds really nicely uh, with with those uh, with the numbering in the card. So I'm kind of interested to see if we look back uh, and look at what sales were back in the summer, for example, right? Um, You know, ever since his start, he's kind of taken off a little bit. Yeah, his of 99 in August. uh, sold for 39.99 with that's the green mojo is uh what else we got here I'm kind of interested now see if there's any lower numbered stuff that sold looks like there really wasn't a lot of looks like a lot of people were holding these or just it had just 35 bucks there you go gold refractor true gold sold for 35 dollars in August if you're the owner of that card congratulations you did fantastic that card for 35 bucks back in August. That's graded. That's probably sells for five hundred at this point, maybe even higher. Who knows? But Victor Boniface, there he is. There's your rookie deep dive for the week. Again, tread lightly on him. Uh, I love the player. I love what he's doing. I love the way he's performing. But I also believe that the two ACL injuries could come back to haunt him, and now he's hurt again. Um, so, you know, keep a lookout. Always try to make sure that if you're buying into a player to invest and flip, uh, even if it's long term. Make sure that there isn't any lingering type of uh, issues health-wise with that player. So I still like him. I would still buy him, uh, although I think his prices are too expensive right now for me. So I'm going to wait a month or so and take a look to see what's out there. All right, guys. I get some questions once in a while on the Instagram. Uh, I get messages. Uh, Feel free to message me on there, too, if you have questions uh, about anything. Uh, But primarily... I want to talk about grading a little bit um i do still submit uh group subs i don't charge you extra money for any subs okay so basically here's how the process works because some people have been asking me lately how this works i've done this for quite a bit of people uh you can ask rory about it you can have asked the sports card bros about it you can ask oh, oh trey trey about it i've done it for a bunch of people what you do is you send me your cards I take a look at them. I clean them if they have fingerprints on them, dust balls, hair, whatever. I take a microfiber cloth. I don't do anything crazy. I don't alter the cards or anything like that. Um, That's a whole different discussion in terms of altering cards and using some of the products that are out there. We're not sponsored by Kurtz Card Care. And I know people that use them. I'm not belittling those people or, you know, good for them that they can... Uh, alter a card and uh, get to 10 that's great um I just don't have the time to do that so I generally what I do you mail me your cards I take them out oh by the way step one make sure you put your cards in card saver ones then you mail them to me I go through them I clean them whatever I sent this Psa I generally send a sub myself every other week uh generally even if it's four or five cards usually there's minimums of 20. And right now PSA is doing a special, it's $14.99 for cards under $250 value. So, and that's, you can send up to 10. So if you're interested, like, let me know. I don't know how long that special is gonna run for and you can send me your cards and I'll do this. I'll package them up with mine. I won't charge you shipping to PSA, I don't do that. But when the shipping comes back, they do charge me insurance on the cards. So I have to basically insure the packages from PSA that come back to me. Now, generally when we do this as a group, we all kind of take in the cost, right? So it's not too expensive. So it could be like, you know, depending on what card you have, it could be a dollar, it could be like 80 cents, could be 55 cents a card, whatever. When the cards get back to me, I ship them to you. You pay for shipping at that point, obviously. Uh, So you only pay for the grading fee, the shipping back from PSA, the insurance piece, um, and then shipping to you. So, you know, all in all, you're probably looking at, you know, whatever the case may be. Maybe an extra, I don't know, 10 bucks or so uh, with insurance and shipping and all that stuff. So, if you do want to send cards uh, into Grade, I can certainly help you. You can always message me with the cards and say, hey, here, I have this card here. What do you think? Should I grade it? Should I not grade it? And it brings me to kind of a good um, uh On Instagram, uh, I recently got a message. Uh, I'm going to shout him out. He is a. Uh, active supporter of the the gram the also the podcast uh it's kurt uh his name on instagram is kurt otti so k u r t o t t i give him a follow um he is a big uh soccer fan obviously uh football fan uh portuguese guy as well which is awesome i believe he's portuguese if i can remember correctly um from New bedford so uh, he's got to be portuguese right so he brought up some good points uh he is kind of uh, stuck um basically in two mindsets uh in, in terms of grading right uh he could send to sgc he likes the tuxedo look of the cards um You know anything in a slab is going to kind of protect the cards right um and then the turnaround's really quick with sgc right you can't beat that turnaround time i think they're like five to ten business days so really quick fast and efficient or you know his dilemma is do i wait for psa to get back to a better turnaround time cheaper subs that could take god knows how long so so here's my experience with psa some subs come back really quick i've noticed that some of them are really being delayed i had one come back from like October, like in November. And then I have one from September that's still there. Generally the autograph subs that I've sent in, they've been taking a while for me. And I don't know if that's what everyone's feeling uh, right now at PSA. Now, and I've had this discussion before, um, you know, SGC's got the app on the phone. It's really easy to use. If you guys want me to submit to SGC, I can do that too. I've done that as well. Uh, That's easy too. but the dilemma here is in terms of PSA versus SGC, it seems like nobody wants to even entertain Beckett or anybody else at this point. And then you have CSG, which is going through that whole kind of scandal with uh, the comic stuff. I don't know if you guys have looked at that. Uh, take a look at that. Really it's going to hurt their business quite a bit. So again, as you see, uh, relatively cheap, quick turnaround time. Their customer service is great. The tuxedos look great on some of the cards, right? PSA, kind of the industry leader. They graded 13 million cards last year. Um, You're gonna get the most premium. Uh, And when I talk premium, I'm talking about, you know, if you're reselling or selling or flipping or whatever you're doing with it. Uh, I generally like my cards to be in PSA slabs. I have used SGC many times before. For example, during the pandemic, when nobody could get anything to PSA, I went to SGC. I think I was one of the first ones to really kind of promote that aspect and go and go after using it. And it worked fine. Uh, I thought it was fine because some of the stuff I was kind of moving to buy other things. But at the end of the day, and the gap might be closing, and I've heard other podcasters talk about that the gap is closing on the valuation between SGC and PSA. And I don't really understand what they're talking about. I just don't see it um i just don't see it and maybe i need to break it down and do kind of a reel on that just to take a look at it and understand more of the data behind it uh are there particular cards that are going more for on the sgc side than the psa maybe i don't know i haven't really looked at the numbers I probably should it'll be interesting psa right you're going to catch the premium 30 35 40 percent higher than sgc 10 or slab or whatever you want to call it now The comparison I've used in the past was that if you compare, let's say like a certificate deposit at a bank, right? You have a six month CD, you get paid 7% on it. Okay. You have a regular bank account, you get paid 3% on it. Now the CD, you can't pull out for six months, right? It's got to stay there. Think of it the same way. And I've used this comparison before too. If you send the PSA, you're getting 30%, 35% more on your, on your card. Uh, if that's what you're doing you, regardless anybody can argue with me I'm not going to be wrong I know those numbers very well um but if you need to flip quickly uh then you got to go to SGC right if you're trying to flip within like a month or two weeks or something there are guys out there that do that even if you're doing repacks or something you're on you on your your repack seller and you want to repack slabs and so that might be a good way to do it the one thing I will caution you with though is a PSA, uh excuse me, SGC 10 slab. You've seen me. I bought some lately, like the Koksu. I bought, um you know, I'm getting those for like cost, the cost of the slab to grade them at SGC, PSA 10, I mean, SGC 10s. I'm paying $15 for that card slapped shipped. The person's losing money. So, does that card in a PSA 10? sell for $15 absolutely not I don't think so I think in a PSA slab it probably sells for 28 to 35 bucks all right so there's still margin there if somebody's selling it but that's what you have to think about uh SCC can be valuable in terms of flipping something quickly short-term kind of goals if there's a specialty card something that takes demand like a Messi or Ronaldo or something of that nature Bellingham, you know, those cards are going to be sold regardless, but you're going to get more on your uh, PSA slab than an SGC, SGC slab. So, I mean, I like SGC. I just don't understand uh, how some of these folks are talking about that they're catching up. I just don't see it. I don't uh, in terms of valuation. If you can't catch up on quantity or even make uh, 20 to 30% headway on quantity of cards graded, there's no way your valuation is going to go up. And when you look at economic law, that would actually predicate for a decline in value. Um, And I would probably say that's probably happened uh, without even looking at numbers. So maybe I'll create something this week coming up and explore those numbers a little bit more. Um, You know, I'm I'm not trying to shoot on SGC, but the market obviously demands PSA slabs um SGC is nice good customer service they turn around quick they're working hard Uh, i think for the soccer community if they could come up with some type of promotion like they've done with you know tops other products of baseball products like the baseball and the bowman deals like the nine dollar deals for like a month and a half they could do that with like tops croman releases later this year or a few months actually then we may have some headway there for the soccer market to kind of Take into account that SGC is a viable player for many of us in the space. I own SGC slabs, I like them, but if you're selling a card that you want to move, I can't I can't advise anybody to go to SGC. I just can't based on the numbers that I've seen, the rough numbers that I've seen. So again my controversial kind of take on this is that you have some people that are some programs are sponsored by sgc again i like sgc saying that they're catching up in valuation of psa is total is totally false uh they're not running numbers correctly to identify that of course it happens here and there there's one or two cases here and there but how many times does it happen i can almost guarantee you it probably happens two to 3% of the time. Uh, so if you're a hundred cards, if you put up a hundred cards and you're trying to sell the hundred cards, hundred, let's say PSA slabs versus a hundred SGC slabs of the same cards, I'm gonna guarantee you maybe two or three SGC cards sell for the same valuation as a PSA card. I just, I don't know. I just don't like see it, but maybe that's an interesting kind of data thing to look at uh, that I can take a peek at this week um for that. So Kurt, I appreciate you sending that in. I know you sent that in last week, so it didn't make it last episode, but I appreciate you sending that kind of uh valid point over to think about. Guys, I want more questions or more kind of yeah, they could be statements from you too. I'm happy to quote them on here uh and discuss uh kind of your thoughts uh in that manner I may even be trying, we have, I mean, I'm working on a lot of things here this year to try to expand this brand a little bit more in terms of interactions, in terms of what we're going to do. I'm trying to uh, institute a callback number as well, where you can call in with questions and we can add the the audio in and really make this kind of fun. So um, I appreciate everybody listening in. Uh, We do have some exciting stuff coming up. Uh, I've been a bit busy kind of in the background doing some things I can't really talk about yet, uh, but it's getting there. Some of you have asked uh, and some of you have gotten some information, uh, particularly some people that are participating in some breaks in the past with me. Um, There will be another one coming up uh, in like February. If everything goes according to plan, it's going to be February. So stay tuned for that. We'll discuss more as that that gets closer. I'm just finalizing some kind of business legality stuff on the back end, along with some content pushes on the front end that'll be coming up. So appreciate everyone supporting me. Uh, if you guys have any questions, shoot me an Instagram. If you have any questions about grading, if you want to grade stuff, let me know That's special fourteen ninety nine. I don't know how long that's going to last. And if you have cards that you think are worth more than 250 in terms of once they get graded, right, or they're borderline, I know I can't send it in. it's going to come in at 10. It's going to be worth 500. I, I send them in anyways, because here's what happens. The worst thing that happens is PSA calls me and says, hey, we have to upcharge you for this card. This is the only time I actually get excited when they call me to tell me that, hey, we have to upcharge you because this card's worth a lot more than you thought it was. So if you want to send in cards at 14, I'll send them in. All right. Um, the only thing I ask is obviously is number one, put all your cards in card saver ones when you send them over to me. If you don't know what those are, I can let you know through um, a DM on Instagram. Number two, send me an email uh, list. I uh, What I'll do is uh, you can send it through me on Instagram. I'll give you an email address, send me a list of the cards. I upload them into the system. At that point, I ask you for payment. Um, and the only reason I ask for the payment is because I had somebody about a year ago who didn't pay. And I was like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. And I held up some other orders because he didn't pay and he had to wait a month. So, so I ended up eating that cost, paying for it to come back. I just don't want to get into that. So, um, if that's okay, I mean, it should be okay. Uh, but yeah. So if you want to do that, let me know, um, shoot me an Instagram again, that's special. will probably run out very soon. I would imagine probably only a month. So take advantage of while you can't again, guys, appreciate you guys listening at special one cards Apollo here i'm hoping you guys have had a great start to the new year i'm looking forward to seeing everybody oh and i think next weekend there's a show in white plains if you're going message me all right we'll talk soon guys appreciate all you thank you for listening to another episode of special one cards join us again next week and don't forget to follow me on Instagram, at special1cards, DM me any questions, concerns, hobby rants, or experiences you've had at shows online, something for us to kind of talk about a little bit more. Again, thank you for the support. I really do appreciate it.